Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And good news, everybody. The New Mutants is finally out in theaters. Bad news? There doesn't seem to be many theaters that actually have the movie to watch. Yeah, everybody was like, whoa, it's coming to theaters, woo! And then we're like, okay, cool, let's go look up movie times. We're like, oh, never mind, California, you you don't get to have theaters open. Yeah, so we don't go, even have go fuck theaters open, apparently. <laughs> go fuck yourself, California. Which is interesting, because <laughs> we're definitely no longer pause on our subscription for uh-huh. Regal. Yeah. So I'm going to have to call and be like, listen, bitch. Yeah, yeah. We're in this weird, like, purgatory area where things are starting to open back up just enough so that... They can shut down again. (laughs) So that, like, (laughs) oh, we're going to start releasing movies in theaters and it's going to be all... We're going back to normal, but, like, not all the way back. So just enough that it's going to make you think it's going to go back to normal and then it's going to be like, ah, never mind. We're just going to fucking screw you over. Yeah. I, I think the states with, like, really high populations are essentially not gonna risk it yet yeah i feel like it doesn't i i know they're trying to make money but like it's still it seems early to me to be releasing a movie only in theaters like yeah i mean i don't know if i'm even ready to even go to a theater let alone (laughs) not the ones here anyway (laughs) whether i can or not i don't know if i even want to yet right if i did it's probably gonna be 10 p.m showing on like a tuesday on a tuesday when (laughs) I hope there's barely anybody there. Yeah. I, I'm i not certain I'd be wanting to go to a theater either. I just kind of wish that, per, uh, what it's called, movie companies, <laughs> whatever the fuck they're called. The movie studios. The studios would be like, okay, we're still going to provide it for PVOD. But like, you could charge me 40 bucks. Mm. I don't care. Well, if I, I really mean, wanted to see it. You can thank AMC for this <sighs> drama. Fuck AMC. Not having... PVOD on a standard uh, delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck AMC right in the butthole. Yeah. You hear that, AMC? <laughs> Tip your butt. She's coming for it. <laughs> or at least she's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into everything, we should take a, a bit here to discuss some very sad news. Not too long ago. I want to say it was like Friday night, late Friday night, I think is when it started surfacing. Yeah, we found out that Chadwick Boseman passed away at age 43, which is so young, first of all. Second of all, from colon cancer, which is a huge, that's awful. Everything everything about it is awful. One of the worst kinds, isn't it? Well, if you catch it early, it's relatively responsive to treatment, but it's hard to catch early, especially because most standard screenings for colon cancer don't get recommended to start until age 50 or higher. Oh, wow. So, because I was looking this up, I was like, whoa, that's fucking nuts. Like, because everybody was like, oh, everybody gets screened, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I'm like, I feel like that's... Because my dad had colon cancer. So will they not let you if you're not close to 50? No, they Do will. They but like most like people work? don't go like voluntarily be like, can I, when can I get a colonoscopy soon? You know? Like is, nobody likes it apparently. Which mm. doesn't seem like it'd be fun. But Is that when they put like the water up your butt yep. 
And then flush it out? Yes. Okay. And then they, like, stick a camera up there and, like, check things out. Oh, I didn't know about the camera part. Yeah, that's why they flush it out. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, my dad had colon cancer maybe when he was in his 60s, but he they caught it really early and they treated it and he got better. Oh, okay. So it's, as far as I'm aware, one of the more treatable ones is assuming you catch it early, but it would be hard to catch it early if you're a relatively young young guy or, or woman, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really sad. Especially yeah, th- this is news that definitely hit out of nowhere, I think, for everybody. Yeah. I don't think it was even known that he had yeah, cancer. Yeah, as, as far as I can tell. I, I don't think he it was, like was open about It was public knowledge. And I'm not even, like, this is weird and none of my business, but I'm just curious who knew, like, if anybody knew besides his family or if he was, like, totally mm-hmm. close to the best. Because I can't imagine keeping that secret myself. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to. It must have been <laughs> really emotionally weighing down on him. Exactly. It's so draining. not be able to have that. Uh, open dialogue with people yeah. outside of your family. Especially when you have, like, the media, like, shitting all over him sometimes for, like, oh, he looks like he's so tired or he lost so much weight. I feel like there was, like, pictures of him where he was, was relatively skinny looking. Yeah. And, and, and people, I was like, people ah. were joking about the quarantine. And, yeah. Um, and retrospectively, that's, you know, well, not that it wasn't rude or mean at the time, right. but it definitely makes it... You know, I yeah. hope those people really sit down and think, <laughs> maybe I should think before I type yeah, from now on. exactly. They're not gonna, but it would be nice if people would. Because, you know, I like, I saw a couple of those pictures and I was like, oh, he's probably for a role, whatever, like, none of my business. Mm-hmm. Who cares? I <laughs> want to say even in Endgame, when they had the, well, really the only scene he was in was mm-hmm. the, the battle, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like his entrance scene, and they show up in the ring. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he even then he looked like he was skinnier in the face than he did in previous movies. He did, yeah. I don't know the timeline of when stuff like this was filmed or whatever. Yeah. But well, because I feel like it, it probably went up and down. At least that's how it usually does with cancers. You're undergoing some kind of treatment that your body's basically like, this is fucking bullshit, and like you can't eat and you can't retain weight because you're constantly throwing up and then if you what they do with kids for chemo is they'll try to like oh we'll go get ice cream after your chemo treatment but then like if you go through that treatment long enough a lot of those kids will grow up to be like i fucking hate ice cream because they associate it with it so it's like it's like a psychological pavlov's dog it doesn't make it taste bad they just associate it with a bad experience psychologically they don't like it because it's associated with that bad experience even though they liked it at the time they still had to throw it up later because they weren't feeling well and all that stuff so gotcha yeah but it kind of like goes up and down with how much you can handle and how how well your body can maintain between different kinds of treatments depending on what all he did since it was a late stage he probably did like any number of like radiation and chemotherapy i assume so that's I can't even imagine, like, existing having to do all of that, let alone do, yeah. like, four talk, or five huge roles. Talk about being a superhero. Yeah, seriously. The guy was going through probably the hardest thing anyone will ever go through in their life. Yeah. And on top of that, he's in giant blockbuster movies. Yeah. Not just movies. Yeah. The biggest fucking assemble casting movies. Yeah, like, groundbreaking. Yeah. And his role specifically was such uh, a... Being a role. giant role model for an entire group of people. Yeah. 
somebody that they can look up to and mm-hmm. it, it's really sad news that this happened yeah it's really unfortunate uh, i don't I, I mean everyone's <laughs> pretty sad about it obviously yeah. uh but it, it's also just a reminder that like life is short and mm-hmm. you you know really need to not take things for granted yeah and i actually learned a lot about him i you know i i didn't really know him from much outside of the mcu mm-hmm. i knew he was had been doing some filming for movies recently or or it was 21 bridges i think came out like last year yeah i remember being excited excited for that movie but then i don't remember when it was supposed to come out but i feel like it just kind of fell off the radar mm-hmm. i don't know if it's on like a streaming service or what I don't, i'm still interested uh, in checking that movie i don't out i mean point. i want to say it was like late last year when it was coming out yeah because we were still at amc when it was oh yeah having trailers but i realized like he's been in a lot of movies that i just didn't realize he was in yeah and so now i want to go back and watch a lot of these films because i just didn't know yeah it I might also... be hard at, at <laughs> the current time but uh, hopefully at some point i can comfortably watch them and yeah definitely uh i also something i learned was that he was 43 i honestly thought he was like 35 right he would look. I was shocked when I saw his age. Especially considering the situation, he looked incredible for his age. I mean, I knew he was that old before this, but yeah. I didn't find that out until a while after Got he it. was already Black Panther and yeah. all that stuff. And so that was really shocking to me. Yeah, very sad, and our good vibes going to the family and all that. Hopefully, they can make their way through it. Again, just one of those things that you just don't expect in in life, and. Yeah. It's got to be hard for the family. Absolutely. So I would like to personally thank him for all that he's done for not just entertainment, but uniting people and rest in peace. Yeah. Or as everyone's saying, rest in power. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that we had to start with such sad news, but it needed to be talked about. Yes. He was a big part of pop culture Mm -hmm. and he did great things for the world while he was around yeah well it's unfortunate we had to start with such depressing news but hopefully we can provide you with some more positive news to focus on in this sad time yeah definitely so where are we starting well gamescom was this weekend yes why don't we start there okay we can go over what we felt were the highlights of gamescom of course, this was a digital event, not the right. typical thing you would see. Right. But that's what it's been all year. Yeah. And the biggest title I'd say that they had uh, was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is a PlayStation exclusive we saw during the PS5 event. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a, a trailer tease at that event. They didn't have any gameplay. But this time, they brought gameplay. So... Uh, they showed that off. I think it was like less than 10 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. They showed off a few guns. This franchise is known for the, a variety of unique guns that you can use at your disposal. Mm-hmm. In a very cartoony manner, obviously. This is a for everyone type yeah. platform or game. So basically the gameplay led into the, the trailer actually that we saw at PS5's event. So it kind of made a little bit more sense in what they were doing mm-hmm. with the marketing of this game. Mm-hmm. And of course, the whole concept of their gameplay was showing off their dimensional rift jumping that they do as their mechanic in this game. 
Yes, I remember that. So essentially, this was just a tutorial type mission. It looked like. Seems like I'm, it. I'm expecting this to be the start of the game from yeah. what we saw. It basically seems like you're playing that to begin to learn how to maneuver, and then you yeah, essentially you unlock the another basic character of the mechanics for this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's the thing: the game's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're using the ray tracing to mm-hmm. implement the you know abilities of the PS5 mm-hmm. in this game. This game, I mean, the the franchise is always kind of meant for that. It's always one of those games that highlights what the the console can do for each generation. Right. The whole rift jumping concept Mm -hmm. looks really fucking cool, right? Yeah, I thought it looked interesting. But here's the thing. I kind of feel like it's a gimmick where it's essentially just teleporting. Yeah. You're doing it in a really cool manner where you're pulling the screen. Yeah. To you, you know. Yeah. In this really awesome way. Yeah, it's like a like a like a reverse grappling hook teleporting. Exactly, like you're pulling <laughs> you're pulling the world to you instead yeah. of yeah pulling to where you want to go. Right. It feels kind of like it's just more of a gimmick in that sense, mm-hmm. but it looks really cool. It it's looks, just a gorgeous way well of using a mechanic that's always existed in a game and making it better. Yeah. So. I'm interested in what they could do with that. But at the same time, I kind of get the feeling that when they market this, that it's you're going to be jumping through different dimensional portals and rifts and go to different worlds throughout the game. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is like predetermined in the game where it's just a part of the level where whereas right. you're always going to go to this spot and always go into this world where it's not going to be random or Oh, I see. You, you know what I mean? So I think people thought it was more of a it's going to be random and sporadic throughout the game right. and it might be a different experience every time, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's more of a preset you're going to always do the same thing. It seems very predetermined, at least in the clip that we watched, but I kind of wonder if there's going to be more of a less constraints area later on in the game. You know what I mean? Like, after you do this, like, tutorially. There might be areas that are a little bit more open world-ish. Like, let's say, like, more of an arena battle for, like, a boss fight or or something like that, where they might have a little bit more open functionality where you can manually choose where you want to rift to rather than oh here's a rift so go jump to that one yeah or there's one over there so go jump to that one Mm -hmm. you may be able to just make your own at some point in the game but it did feel like it was a little bit less unique than it felt like they implemented it in the ps5 initial trailer right at the whatever june event it was okay that said i'm excited for it yeah, I'm actually even excited for this one. It looks really cool. I had never been like, I, I don't really particularly give a shit about Ratchet and Clank because it's a little kiddish, but um, it seemed like it. This just watching the play, the gameplay type, mm-hmm. seemed like it'd be fun. So maybe I just didn't, it wasn't in the right mindset when the last time I tried to play one of those games. And of course, they tease the female playable character that they have. Yes, yeah. they don't have a name for her, but mm-hmm. she's playable. I hope it's Hammer. You want her name to be Hammer? She's holding like a hammer. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, because Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well played. 
like, or like mallet or I was something. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? <laughs> Technically, it's a mallet that she's holding, but regardless, that'd be funny. Um, some other news that they had that they didn't really say at the event, but it came out a little bit later this week was uh, the game can actually go into multiple ver- like different mo- resolution modes. Mm-hmm. So you can have 4K at 30 frames per second, or you can have a lower resolution at 60 frames per second. Okay. They didn't really specify what the resolution was, so I'm curious if it's based off your setup or if mm-hmm. it's going to be based off they just don't have it near down to a specific yet. Yeah. I would assume 1080. Probably, yeah. Because I think that's kind of what the current gen is doing. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Which, if you remember, Assassin's Creed Valhalla had the same exact announcement that they were going to be running at 30 frames per second, mm. and people were not happy about yeah. it. Yeah. So this is a first-party game, also yeah. showing that they're going to be doing that. Yeah. But you have the option. It... it comes down to do you want graphics or, or performance. performance exactly which the pro the, or the ps4 pro and the xbox one x both have this kind of stuff like they always have options for those games that you can either have better graphics or you could have better performance so yeah. this is nothing new yeah um i think it's just gonna take time for people getting the next gen to realize they're not just gonna have Best graphics, best performance, all combined. Right. At least not for the it's first couple possible. of years. Yeah. I mean, it could be. You just have to learn the architecture of the consoles. Yeah. But right now, I don't think it's going to be possible. Right. They want to get games out. They could always do updates later on. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, another game that they actually highlighted was Haven, which we also saw at the PS5 event back yeah. in June. And this was a co-op RPG, kind of cel-shaded anime style. Um, very narrative-driven, it felt like. Mm-hmm. But they announced that it was going to be on Xbox Series X at launch as well. Nice. Now, this was one of those games that I think was implied to be a PS5 exclusive right. for next gen. But it doesn't seem to be. Keyword implied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, I think it's also going to be on current gen. So okay. Cool. We're kind of starting to see that a lot of these games are not just one or the other. There, A lot of them are going to be cross-platform. Mm-hmm. The game that actually caught my interest the most out of all of this was something called Unknown 9 Awakening. Yeah, I saw this. And this was uh, basically just a trailer tease. Mm-hmm. But what we saw was basically a young girl... In some unknown village or something. Yeah. Somewhere that had like Being stone... chased, bullied or something. Being yeah. attacked by an older some boy. Yeah. Some other kids. And she unleashes some power that she didn't know she had. And was able to basically manipulate time and... Or possibly man- her density is unclear. Maneuver yeah. <laughs> around one... Yeah. It felt like she could just walk around while time is moving slowly. Yeah. But she did have some kind of, like, I just walked through you thing. Yeah. Like, uh, some kind of ghost. Which, I mean, theoretically, that could be related to going stuff. super fast, too. Because, like, we've seen in The Flash, mm-hmm. you could just vibrate so fast, you can become... Yeah, scientifically proven. Yeah. <laughs> you can, in theory, you could vibrate so fast, you become, like, malleable or whatever. Like, you mm. could pass through sur- hard surfaces or whatever. So, maybe it's related to that. Who knows? Yeah, okay. this one looked really interesting. The graphics looked incredible. Here's the thing I have to 
bring up. It reminded me a lot, emphasis on a lot, mm-hmm. of the Unreal Engine 5 tech demo that they did for the PS5 uh, console. Yeah, and I, when I saw your notes about this, I was like, I feel like I need to rewatch this so I can see what he's talking about, but I never got around to it. But I was curious, is there anywhere, maybe I missed it, is there anywhere in this trip, so... In the trailer, at the end, it's like an adult hand, right? In the beginning, it's a child's it, hand. I believe, yeah. And at it, the end, it looks like it's at least a more I mature I think you're going to be an adult later yeah. on. Yeah. So, I feel like you could be on to something there. But I didn't immediately get that feeling from it, just because I felt like in the tech demo, she's like flying and shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't immediately equate those to being the same person. But you very well could be right. It, I it's mean, magic it, of some sort, that's I for guess sure. it's a question of whether or not... Uh, Epic made that demo specifically, or mm-hmm. PlayStation just gave it to them, right? To show. I mean, I feel like who would put that? Would you I, put that I much effort into something Epic without actually this... making it a game? Hmm? I don't know why. Maybe I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. But it seems like I wouldn't want to put that much effort into something without actually using it, other than just like, hey, look how cool we are. So yeah, but at the same time, something that's small. Even if it's a lot of manpower and work to put out, shows what you can do True. on the engine, which then brings in a lot of profit when developers go and use your engine because of it. That's true. So they might not see the money up front because of their work, but longevity, they're getting a lot of people using that engine. Very true. Yeah. Well, I'm on board for it, whether it's that one or not. Um, I. I kind of hope it is because that demo was fucking cool. Well, I mean, you could also hope it's not because then there could potentially be two really cool games. <laughs> yeah, but does that mean they're both PS5, basically? Did Was there any indication of this one being um, on what console? I don't recall that. I believe it's on multiple platforms. I don't think it's exclusive to anything specifically okay well that's good news i don't recall them saying anything uh, like that at least gotcha and if it's playstation they certainly will put that ps5 <laughs> they just definitely at would. the end of the trailer yeah. so just a little sticker that says you can't have it <laughs> well something else they announced during gamescom that has lit a small section of the internet on fire is uh the sims 4 has announced another game pack which is based on Star Wars, um, ins- inspired by Galaxy's Edge. It's going to be called Journey to Batuu. I think that's how you say that. It's coming out September 8th. Um, They're getting really original. I know. Jakku, Batuu. <laughs> um, is there going to be a Sapu? Probably. It's the main character. Um, so when I first saw this, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Completely unexpected and off the wall. But then I was like, wait a minute. It's EA and they're, you know, the... They're just trying to get what they can out of their ability to use Star Wars, basically, right? Um, yeah, well, they have the exclusive contract to yeah. make Star Wars games currently. Yeah. But yeah. it's just such a random place to use it because, obviously, you're not a Sims player. But the Sims fans are, like, legitimately pissed about this because there's this constant, like, back and forth of, like, the the fans communicate with the devs and whatever and the like what do they call them whatever there's some fucking word they use for people that are like in the like part of the company but they like post on twitter and shit like that all the time 
they're called the moderators it, no there's like a special word that's related to the simps um anyway uh the they're like there's communication between the devs and the fans a lot yeah on they're social media. basically social media employees yeah they exactly yeah communicate with their networks and stuff yeah. yeah so the whole thing is like everybody in the sims airs like fan base has been wanting like farming and horses and fucking they don't have those things no they don't not in sims 4 um and like things to be fixed like your Wait, toilet shouldn't catch on fire what do you, you know? mean like, not in sims 4 well there was they have them in the older games there was like in one of them, there I'm pretty sure there were horses in The Sims 3. Well, so isn't that kind of backward stepping if you have shit in older games, but then none of it's in the next yeah, iteration? So Wouldn't we're... that stuff be implied that it should all be in the next game at this point? Hi, let me or else know. they're just selling you the same shit over again? Hi, I'd like to introduce you to EA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if right. you've met. Okay. <laughs> But that's kind of their thing. Okay, I guess what I'm saying is, <laughs> so people actually just pay this. They do, yes. Sadly, I have been one of those people. I don't buy every single pack like I used to. Like, when I was in high school and when I didn't have to pay for things myself, I bought, like, every pack. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean my parents yeah. bought every pack. This is a great deal. <laughs> but they my were... My only complaint is they don't, they don't charge more. Yeah, but you know what? It kept me out of, like, drinking and drugs. I just, like, stayed up all night playing video games, so I guess it was kind of a win for them. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. EA, the real dare of. <laughs> of the secretly world. Secretly, just dare. Yeah. Um. So. We dare you to have a real life. Yeah. There's just things that the Sims community, as I'm going to describe it, has wanted for some time, such as horses or things that are broken to be fixed, such as there's a like a bug at some at some point they put in an update that like made a bug that like the toilet would catch on fire sometimes. Normal, right? Mm-hmm. And so they haven't fixed, like... Sim- Does it happen when you're, like, the character is using the toilet? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Okay. It's never happened to me, but I've watched a lot of videos. Well, that's the spicy poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they just had Taco Bell. I don't know. Um, it's So there's, like, really... I think they're funny because I don't really take anything that I'm playing on The Sims super seriously. But a lot of people have, like, really long games and whatever, and it gets in their way. Yeah. So... There's a lot of back and forth discussion and then to have this random shit just being like, well, we're going to give you this after all this like discussion of people wanting other things with people are like, well, let's slap in the face. But on the, on the flip side of that, the last fucking pack they had the stuff pack, which is just like items. That's what it was called? Yeah. So there's there's expansion pack, game pack, and stuff pack. Stuff pack is just a bunch of shit. Do they have a things pack? No, not yet. They'll bundle the stuff and things <laughs> packs together. Yeah. Um, and the game pack, like, changes gameplay a little bit, but doesn't add, like, a whole new dynamic. Like, there's, like, the last, not the last one, but the one before was making, not making magic. That's from two types ago, but mm, Realm of Magic. There we go. The last <laughs> Realm of Magic, you had, like, so a So they little... have multiple versions of magic Yeah, packs? okay, so I didn't maybe get into that, but, like, The okay. Sims 1... Or The Sims 2 or The Sims 3, they each have their own, like, they always do university. They always do, like, date night or whatever, dine out. And they have, like, different names, but they're, the theme of each pack is pretty much the same every version of the game. So there's, like, university. One time it'll be go it'll be called university. Sometimes you know, it'll be called university living. They really need to just step it up and if they're going to have a date pack, 
Mm-hmm. They need to make it like a platform that you can literally go on blind internet dates with uh, other gamers. Like this is their dating app. Yeah. In the video game. I'm saying now that they, I think now, right now, is a good time for them to bring back The Sims Online, which was a thing in like, I don't know, 2004, 2003, where you could go online and make your sim and like go interact with other people online in these locations and like do all the things that sims do. Yeah, it's a little insane that that's not a thing. I know. It was way ahead of its time because people were like, this is kind of fucking weird after a while. Because like at that point it was like you're still waiting for dial up and you're on AOL mm. and the internet wasn't as much so intertwined. It's, it's kind of like Resident Evil Outbreak where it was basically a multiplayer co-op Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Before the internet was a thing. Like, you had to yeah. buy an adapter for the PS2 to even have internet. Pretty much. But then it was based off dial-up, like you said. Yeah. And if you could even get a signal good enough to play the game. Yeah. Let alone find other people on their servers. That also have that, that also to play. were able to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it didn't go that well. Yeah. It's a great concept. And it was it could have been really cool, but it was just ahead of its time. And I think yeah. it would do really well now. But anyway, back to my, my just my quick point that I wanted to make was on the other side of that coin, the last stuff pack was called Nifty Knitting. Who the fuck asked for that? Nobody gives a shit. I'm not gonna sit there and play a fucking video game in which my character knits. Are you kidding me? I'll fucking <laughs> pick up knitting in real life. That Nan- is- Nancy in Missouri's like, yes, finally. <laughs> so fucking dumb i was so pissed when they first announced that but you know what happened i just didn't buy that pack it's a simple answer just don't buy that pack but then you get that fomo where you feel like you're you're missing out on content that you don't want but yeah because you can knit your own sweaters or whatever bullshit if you have that pack even Mm -hmm. though the rest of the pack is trash so i don't know whatever uh so fun fact about the sims 4 some a Reddit user named Asshole Design, which is a great username, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, calculated the full retail cost of all of The Sims 4 plus expansion packs, plus stuff packs, plus game packs. So all DLC and the main game mm-hmm. at current retail price with no sales is $743.84, which is a fuckload of money for one game, <laughs> if you think about it. So... I understand why people are pissed because they're just constantly shelling out more money for this, but you also have the option to not buy all the fucking packs. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Which is what I do. That's kind of the nature of games as service, though, right? Like, you're yeah. just always going to be buying into them. Yeah. Because they're supposed to be releasing The Sims 5, like, next year, I think. Well, next... I can't I can't wait to buy the same shit. Yeah, Over and again. I guarantee you, The Sims 5 is going to start with the first expansion pack is like, oh, university, or get to work. It's like the same shit they do every yeah, time. they're going to have like a, a pandemic pack. <sighs> That's smart. They should have done that. Are you listening? Probably not. <laughs> what would it be? You go into your university and there's like not very many people there? Yeah. The you bi- have to all- wait to get in? All the businesses are just closed. <laughs> Yeah. You get a lot more food delivery options. Yeah. You have masks that you can buy for your character. Somebody already made that custom content. Gotcha. Gotcha. They were like, anybody have any face covering custom content? Somebody made it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's one thing that's great about The Sims if you're playing on PC. They implement a cyber virus into the game that can kill you if you don't have a mask on. Yeah. And you have to restart your character. (laughs) 
Yeah. Or just move to a different one. It's fine. But anyways. Yeah, sorry. That was a little bit of a rant. None of this had to do with the Star Wars stuff. No, it didn't. But I people are pissed about the Star Wars thing, but I think it looks cool. And if you don't like it, just don't buy it. That's all. That's really the TLDR. The TLDR. <laughs> yeah. Too long, didn't read. Is that a thing people yeah. know of? Yeah. You've seen it on like posts. There'll be a big old long post. And at the top, it'll say TL semicolon DR. Too long, didn't so read. And people it's like acknowledge one sentence. they didn't read it, but they have an opinion? No. People that write a really long thing are like, yeah, this is long. People aren't going to read the whole thing. So they summarize it in like one sentence. Oh, okay. For people who are like too lazy to read the whole thing, they still want them to get their point. Yeah. yeah. I responded to like a Facebook thing about Marvel's Avengers, and I think I had, it was about the beta. And I think, I went in with like, Oh, I'm going to say something. And then I think I had like a straight up essay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a full on essay in there. And then somebody was like, if anybody actually reads this whole thing, <laughs> props to you, man. <laughs> was it to you or to the person who reads it, though? Who's it was the props to? To me. Okay. For getting someone to read it. Spending so much time writing something so in depth. <laughs> Do you think he read it? With nobody probably ever going to yeah. actually read it. Because yeah. that's just you a little the nature of social media. Yeah. That's People fair. have opinions without actually reading everything. Yeah. Um, so, that said, I have opinions about this. Do you? Yeah. What are your opinions? Obviously, I don't know shit about Sims. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought they had horses and farming this whole time. No. <laughs> Hell, I was going to buy it just so I could farm horses. Yeah. <laughs> They're like planting them. Well, this them. is bullshit. <laughs> What am I supposed to do now? I guess I'll just wait for the things pack. Yeah. As we kind of said, the EA has the exclusive content for Star Wars currently. Mm-hmm. They had a 10-year deal, I think it was. Within that contract, they were supposed to have X amount of games put out for Disney of Star Wars, you know, themed stuff. They put out Battlefront 2. That was a huge nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out Jedi Fallen Order. That was another game. That's fine. They've had many games that they've canceled. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was at least five games they had to have. Um, they've had many canceled games. Uh, I feel like I'm curious if this is essentially we need to add something Star Wars that we can throw on as a tally that we did another Star Wars yeah, thing for just the contract. Like check a box. Yeah. Exactly. Check a box. I don't know what it's going to yeah, have definitely... content wise. I don't know how good it is or how much it's going to be enjoyed. It but definitely doesn't seem to have been made for the it, fans. So It has <laughs> me skeptical that it was something that they've been planning for a long time. Mm-hmm. Especially with some of the stuff that like we found out about that have been canceled and sound like amazing games. Yes. Um, even the new VR, whatever style um was squ- it no no squadrons it was oh. uh star wars squadrons or something like that yeah. the one that's been announced it's coming out soon where you basically fly in star wars ships right mm-hmm. and do battles and stuff yeah um that is i think at a 40 dollar price tag it mm-hmm. looks like a smaller game mm-hmm. i feel like that was something that they probably kind of made intentionally a smaller thing so they could get it out sooner yeah to meet the quota quota that they need (laughs) exactly yeah 
So I, I don't know. I again, I'm not a Sims person, so but it sounds like Sims people don't really care about this. No, nah, they don't. I mean, I'm sure somebody does. Most but. people, I've, their response because I'm in like a Sims group on Facebook, and most people are like, "But why?" <laughs> Even people are like, "Well, I mean, I like Star Wars and I like the Sims, but I don't. I didn't need this. Mm-hmm. I would rather have horses, or I'd rather have." Some other fucking thing. Like, a, yeah. a lot of people are like, I really just kind of wanted, like, a generic science fiction-y thing so that it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, specifically Star Wars related. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. Well, it's out September. The main thing that pisses me off about all these fucking expansions, like, I have to update my game every month. So, on the off occasion that I'm, like, going to sit down and play The Sims, I have mm. to spend, like, 20 minutes updating all my mods and custom content before I can play. That's my choice to use mods. But that's how I play. And so then I have to go and check because every mod creator has to go update their shit after every update, and it's fucking annoying. So I wish they would update less often for that reason, personally. How frequently do they have new expansions? Like, every six months? No, it's more often than that. I mean, expansions maybe, yes, but they have, ex- like I said, expansion packs, okay, so do game they just, packs, So do and they stuff rotate packs. between those? Pretty much. It's almost every month, I swear. That Maybe it's every mm. two months, but I, like almost every month there's like a monthly update, and then okay. I have to go fucking do something. So it's like, just buy the new flavor of the month for Yeah, this is content. the new thing we want you to pay us for. Yeah. And then you'll forget about it when the next one comes out. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, whatever. Fucking idiots. <sighs> Falling for their tricks. Yeah. That's says, me. <laughs> says the guy with a billion games on their backlog. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I really went on a little bit of a rant for that one. But mm-hmm. our next item up from this Gamescom situation, Borderlands 3 DLC. Yet another one. Yeah. We, we really need to How many are we behind by this back point? back into this game because so, we have not done any of the expansion we're so far behind. DLC. Yeah. This one looks hilarious. Uh, and I also am excited about it because it looked like it had Maya in it, the siren that actually is legitimate. I don't like the current Yeah, siren. I was thinking this was the one that you liked. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like I saw perhaps Lilith. There we go. I feel yeah. like I saw Lilith in there at some point too, but I don't know if I'm mixing that together because I saw some other Twitter thing come up from Borderlands 3 talking about DLC. So this one's called Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fluster Cluck. Always a good name. Mm-hmm. It comes out September 10th, and it just looks like more more of the same, just different characters, maybe like a different subplot, but the same funny, weird humor and yeah. shooting things. I I mean, I assume this is in our season pass. I don't know at this point if they have like finished point. a season pass and now they have more shit you gotta buy separately. I don't know how that works, but uh, I guess we'll find out when we boot it back up and it's like hey there's a more shit you still haven't played yeah like, do you even still own this xbox yeah <laughs> it's like netflix are you still listening or still watching <laughs> yeah are you still uh do you still own this game yeah <laughs> do you still want to play it <sighs> we're about to add farming and horses <laughs> that's not the only dlc though they actually showed a uh, expansion as well for doom eternal the, it's called The Ancient Gods. Yeah, watch this. So I actually just bought this game. Oh, yeah? Bought it on one of the Xbox sales. Okay. So I think it came with the season pass. Cool. So I'm hoping that's, again, a part of it, but who knows. But I still have to just actually play the game. Yeah. You haven't even played the base game. You're like, yeah, DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. 
No, I got it because Craig was like, I'm going to buy this game. I was like, well, Andrew has it. So yeah. if there's multiplayer, which it looked like there was on the description. So I was like, eh, okay. I mean, it's Doom. So I'd be kind of surprised if there wasn't. Yeah, that's right? true. They apparently invented multiplayer from yeah. what we found out on <laughs> yeah. uh, High Score, yeah. uh, that Netflix documentary. Yeah. Which was actually news to me. Yeah. So I guess tearing my gamer <laughs> label off. <laughs> Throwing it in Throw the trash. Throw that gamer card in the trash. Because I'm an idiot, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm interested in that. So obviously I'll play the game and hopefully enjoy it. The the like to that. ancient gods or whatever the fuck, all the like creature type situations in this looks pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that comes out uh, October 20th. Nice. Um, and then they actually showed some Dragon Age behind the scenes shit, which this was clearly filler. Yeah. They did this also at, I don't remember what event it was. There was some other gaming thing that they showed some clips of this. Uh, I think it was like the EA event. They had like essentially the same kind of thing, but like not as much. So really they didn't show much. They showed like some like artwork. They showed like talking to people developing the game and like it it was just filler there was nothing there was no trailer for the game it was just like okay i don't know why you're showing this uh so that that was the thing so if you care about that game enough you can go check that out uh sea of thieves showed up again they are getting a update that lets you have pet dogs okay um let me know when there's cats you fucking idiots (laughs) yeah pay attention is there any benefit to having the dogs, like, fight for you? Or? I think that they, like, help you in your quests and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think they fight with you and... Got it. They sleep on the couch or... Uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, ha- was announced to be coming out in spring of 2021. So I guess that means it's delayed. I think this was supposed to come out this year. Isn't this the one that we saw at E3 uh. last year? Yeah, right? I think so. Unless this is a different game. I, I feel like this is the same one. I thought this Which then was... I'm like, this isn't out yet? Yeah, I'm confused by that. That game looked gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but it was also announced that this is going to be next gen as well. Surprise, surprise. Weird, yeah. World of Warcraft had a Shadowlands expansion uh, release date set for October 27th with a a trailer. Okay. It's like a cinematic trailer. I'm not a wower, so I don't know the context of it, but it seems like people are excited. Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, revealed their cinematic trailer as well. No gameplay. Uh, and it highlighted Reagan in the end of the, oh, the I trailer. See. Which I guess upset some people because they were uh, putting Reagan in a bad light of doing illegal war crime stuff. Okay. Sure. Someone's always mad about something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fall Guys Season 2 got announced, so just more of the same, it looked like. Okay. Haven't ever won that, played it a couple times, so I was like, yep, I'm, I'm never gonna I'm win good. this. yeah. <laughs> Moved on with my life. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear people in my Facebook groups be like, yeah, I've played a, a million games and I've never won. I'm like, yeah, see, that's why I'm not gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's gonna be mostly chance versus skill in this because yeah. of what I'm seeing. Gotcha. Uh, apparently, there's people too that wait at the end of the game now. You get the finish line. They'll uh-huh. just wait there for you to show up, and then they grab you and throw you off the edge. Wow. <laughs> and then they eliminate you. 
What a dick move. I'd be so fucking mad. And apparently people even hacked the game now, too. Of course they have. What? I mean, that probably happened within like 20 seconds of it being Yeah, I'm live. sure. I'm sure. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Uh, that's the new expansion. Uh, gameplay was revealed along with some class details for the different characters. Yeah, is there like a new damage type or something? Or no? I... Just more examples of it? It looked like more the same. Just okay. different coats of... Different color. Yeah. It, <laughs> I haven't played Destiny in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, it's actually free now. Destiny 2. They, they don't even, It's a free-to-play game now. Really? So. Hmm, okay. I'm glad we paid for it. Yeah. Like twice, probably. <laughs> well, we paid for like the $100 edition because it had the season pass and all that shit. Yeah. Because at the time, we were all jazzed for it. Yeah. I played the the campaign and I was like, yeah, that was fine. And then none of my friends got the game, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm not playing this. And then they were the ones that were like, yeah, this is we're gonna get this. And yeah. that was why we bought the game in the first place. Yeah, Oops. yeah, that happens. Yeah, and now you guys are playing a game I don't give a fuck about. It, so yeah. I guess that was a good way to get me out of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the plan all along. <laughs> Let's get rid of this chick. She's just lame. Yeah. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> Uh, lastly, Medal of Honor is coming back uh, as a VR game called Above and Beyond. Okay. Yeah. So it had my interest just because of the VR aspect. Right. Looks like it's more of a narrative-driven thing. So it uh, looks like it's only on Oculus. I don't see it as PSVR yet. Okay. But I can't imagine it wouldn't be added to PlayStation. It's probably got some Oculus-exclusive time situation going on probably yeah. like six months or something probably okay well that was the highlights there's obviously more to gamescom 2020 all right well it's a new month so we have a new set of games with gold and playstation plus september to be exact as far as xbox on games with gold we have the blob 2 for september 1st through 15th the division first game not the second september 1st through the third EF. <laughs> Just three days. Thirtieth. <laughs> it's like this game is not gonna this game's not gonna do well. Let's just put it for a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a game called Armed and Dangerous, September sixteenth through thirtieth. The Book of Unwritten Tales two, September sixteenth through October fifteenth. Um, so again, I think they're just ready for next gen. Yeah. Um, the Blob 2, I think, is actually a better game. Uh, the Division is probably the best one on the list, but again, there's a second one out. Yeah. And, you know, that one's only there for, like, a three days anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, PlayStation Plus, we have Street Fighter Five and PUBG. The Battle Royale game that came out long before... Is PUBG not already free? Well, it's free on Xbox through Game Pass. Uh, but the game okay. is technically a purchase game. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. My mistake. So. But, I, I mean, that's a game that's like, no, they have a very small user base. If you remember, they were saying they were putting AI characters into bots into the game because there wasn't enough players. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like, PC players who are really good at this game were just destroying other people who were like new to it so they had to put bots in so those people had a positive experience to even enjoy the game and continue right. playing yeah so really this game is kind of abandoned outside of its niche market i see so that's probably why they're putting that on there 
Gotcha. We have a lot of PlayStation news, actually. Yeah. Sony may actually release first-party titles on PC. Yeah, we, that's... We, I know we got Horizon Zero Dawn a while back, mm-hmm. and I felt like that was going to be a test market. They didn't necessarily say they were planning to do other games, but now it sounds like they may actually plan to release other games. Yeah. Which, uh, is... which it sounds like they're going to be older titles. But Sony's 2020 corporate report, we will explore expanding our first-party titles to the PC platform in order to promote further growth in our profitability. Yeah. At least they're being honest. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're finally like, oh, we could make more money on this. Yeah. Instead of being like, meh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we don't lock it to a console that we make zero money, if any, Mm -hmm. we may actually lose money. Yeah. If we don't lock it to that concept, we could make more money. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Weird. And it's funny because if if you notice, a lot of PlayStation fans bash Xbox for having this exact thing where what they call exclusives are on other platforms. Like yeah. PC, well, mainly just PC. Yeah. Uh, and so their argument is, well, why do we need to buy an Xbox? We could just play it on PC. Yeah, because it's different. But now, <laughs> look at what Sony's doing. Yeah. The same fucking Enjoying thing. Join the fucking club. The only difference is Xbox has their basically new games out on PC as well. Yeah. But, but let's be honest. This looks like they're just gonna do older games like we're probably gonna see god of war maybe spider-man days gone maybe like those kind of games yeah but to be fair they're probably just testing the waters oh exactly because if it succeeds then there's no reason that they i mean i know that they would want to delay doing it not they would want to do it right away because you still want to incentivize somebody to buy a ps5 or a ps4 or whatever but again, they don't make money yeah. uh, typically on those. I think Nintendo is one of the few companies that actually sells their consoles at a profit. That's weird. Okay. Because they're so expensive to make. Yeah. You can't sell them for $1,000. Yeah. Because people just won't pay that, right? Yeah, exactly. And the current state right now is, you know, it, it looks like Sony and Microsoft are basically at a stalemate of playing chicken. Who's yeah. gonna Who's going to release their price first? Yeah. Because everyone's expecting the other one to undercut the competition. Yeah, exactly. In price. Yeah. Because we're two months away from the supposed launch and we have no release date, official release date. We have no official release date, no price, no real details on these consoles. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that this is just their way of shifting to more of a service-based market like Microsoft is trying to do now. Yeah. For the long game, obviously. Yeah. There's always going to be people that want physical and always want to have a console. But at some point, mm-hmm. I think most of these companies will probably see the, their games on multiple platforms yeah. instead of it's, exclusive. It's the right choice business-wise anyway. But, um, you know, even though we don't know the price or pretty much anything else, can we still go ahead and sign up to pre-order the PS5? <laughs> price unknown entirely. Yeah, that's one thing that they will let you do is... Uh, yes, I would like to the, write you a blank the, check. They won't let you sign up. They won't let you pre-order a PS5 okay. yet. But okay. what they will let you do is sign up, register to be put in basically what seems to be a lottery okay. to then get the opportunity to pre-order a PS5. Oh my god. 
That's so dramatic. <laughs> now, if you remember, we had talked about how they were saying that they were going to limit to one console per household. I remember that, yes. And we were like, well, how the fuck would they possibly be able to police that? You That's know, how, how would <laughs> This is exactly how they're going to do it. Yeah. You have to buy your console through their website, yeah. it looks like. At least the first batch. Right. They're saying it's because they have limited stock, but why do you think they have limited stock? Okay, Nintendo. Yeah. Well, it's either because they do because <laughs> of the pandemic, you know, or it's that they know that there's not a whole lot of games coming out in the first part of the next gen. So they, they're probably going to do a smaller batch that they know are going to be the hardcore fans buying it. Yeah. And then they don't have to worry about underperformance or something or, or right. people being like, this is too expensive, right? Right. So, basically, what they said was, on their website, is there will be a limited quantity of PS5 consoles available for pre-order, so we will be inviting some of our existing consumers to be one of the first to pre-order one from PlayStation. Seems very redundant. So, here's what you're allowed to do. First off, you go to their website. I think you just Google it. and mm-hmm. it's, I found it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you basically just put your gamer tag in, mm-hmm. or... As PlayStation calls it, your PlayStation Online ID. Yeah, you were telling okay. me about this and how you were frustrated by it. Because I didn't know if that's like, if I was like, did I do it? Is this what you're supposed to do? It just seems like if you're supposed to get like contacted by email, then why would you put that in and not your email? It just doesn't make sense. It seems like they would just have you log in so you know that it's connected to your account. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, so basically you put in your PlayStation Online ID and then you click send. And that's that. So you'll be put on a list. Uh, Apparently it's first come, first serve, which then kind of contradicts the whole lottery idea. So Basically, they're only letting a certain number of people put their names in the hat. That's what it sounds sounds like. like. They have X amount of consoles, X amount of people can do it, right? Okay. But here's what they say, too. If selected, Sony will email you instructions to secure a PS5 at launch. Those who are selected will be able to pre-order... The following, if they choose. One PS5 console or one PS5 digital edition. Two DualSense wireless controllers. Two DualSense charging stations. Yeah, I need two of those. Yeah. Uh, two Pulse 3D wireless headsets. Two media remotes. And two HD cameras. Question. Why are there two of each of those things that you I mean, need one of? I get the controller. Yeah, the controller. Great. But like... Two headsets? Who's playing? You can't play online two people at a time. Is that a thing? Well, some games you can. Oh. Depends on the game. Okay. The, the developer have to. Two put that. media remotes, though. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like, right? <laughs> that's just that's just asking for people to fight you're just, over. You're it. just battling in the yeah. same room about what yeah, you're gonna watch. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. And then two cameras. I don't understand that either. Unless you have to have them like angled in different directions i'm just confused by it so i don't think i have it in my notes but i did read somewhere too that they are basically going to choose based off it sounds like what your history looks like with playstation with your online stuff so Mm. i'm kind of curious if they're only going to be like this person spends a lot of money yeah we'll let them get one right this person doesn't even have playstation plus fuck them yeah you know like i'm wondering if they it's weird like it's a lottery, but I'm wondering if they're just basically going to be like, who are the high rollers? Yeah. Let them buy it. Hopefully all they're doing is saying, oh, this person just signed up so they, they could enter this competition, or this person has had a PSN ID since 2000, 
12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hopefully it's something like that instead. Because I would like to think that this is a security strategy to prevent people from being able to buy a bunch of PS5s yeah. and then going on eBay and selling them for $2,000 Exactly. Each. So... I would like to think that's what this is. Yeah. You're right. It does have a tinge of 1984 attached to it. Like, them trying to decide who gets it because they know that person's going to continue giving them more money. But I am I like to be hopeful and say that they're just trying to eliminate the possibility or probability of resellers. Because if you have to go and attach your gamer tag to it, you, you A, have to have a gamer tag, and B, have to be willing to give up your specific console if you're trying to resell it. So, like, mm. you've got to be pretty dedicated. Well, I mean, you could buy it and then go and resell it after. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to be willing to buy it and then find, okay, well, I'm not going to use this one for myself. I'm going to resell it for, like, 3000 mm. bucks, and then I'll wait till it gets more stock to get one for myself like you'd have to be willing to do that which a lot of people might not be yeah again the hardcore fans will want one right away exactly but i feel like we're kind of seeing all these games are not looking like they will be coming out at launch that are like we must play this game yeah uh even i don't know if we said ratchet and clank Mm -hmm. that game was given a release window for the release date it wasn't a launch game. It was a within the release window of launch, which could be a couple days after. It could be a couple months after. Like, I don't mm. know what their definition of a launch window is, but I, yeah. I imagine it's probably within the first quarter. Yeah. Of that, you know, whatever, within that quarter of the launch. Anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting that that's how they're doing it. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Yes, yeah, so of course I did sign up. Yeah, I was Because gonna... I want to have that ability if we do decide to get one at launch so i was gonna try to sign up too as a backup but then i was worried that if i sign up and then i get it over you then somehow it's gonna be attached to my gamer tag and then you can't have it or something so i was like i don't know if i'm supposed to do that Mm, remember how the fucking no i think it's really just about you just having your name in the hat i don't think it's about like Oh, well, now you can't use his game. I was just worried about the whole, like, what was it, Xbox experience thing where, like, oh. we both entered. <laughs> that was so And funny. I, like, had to work. Which and proves that I that was go. a lottery, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I have a billion purchases yeah. on my account. <laughs> yeah. I have games with gold. I had yeah. uh, Game Pass. I had, yeah. like, basically the most just... committed Xbox gamer yeah. port, you know, profile you could have. Yeah. Did not get accepted to yeah, the and uh, then I got in to the E three event. <laughs> so ridiculous. And then you, who doesn't have any purchases, yeah. doesn't even have online. Yeah, you, use mine. Yep, and got in. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you had to work. Yeah. And you somehow were able to just give it to me through yeah, your I, acceptance I, link. Yeah, I contacted them. I think to ask how to do it. I uh, no, I think we no? just we just tried did it. it. We oh, just, I I forwarded you the email. We and just, just went had... through your email for the. Here's how you go and and register your name. And we just put my information in. Yeah, yeah. And luckily it worked. But as soon as I got the email, I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to call customer service and be like, how can I transfer this? Because I can't even go. My husband's going to kill me. They would never let... Boyfriend, whatever. They wouldn't have let you transfer it. Yeah. Well. We weren't boyfriend. We were engaged at the very least. Were we? Regardless, we weren't husbands. Hell no fucking rude. Okay. It was like two years ago. You're acting like this was like... Yeah. Ten years ago. Okay. 
chopped liver over I here. I didn't know how long ago it was. I knew it was a few years, but I didn't know it was that recent. See, getting old. Yeah. Losing memory. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Go get on that PS5 reservation list for pre-orders if you really want one. Yeah. Assuming you even can at this point. Yep, it's still there. Yeah, I, if I were you, I would do it. I don't think it's going to matter. Again, they're not going to, like, install your... Yeah. Your profile onto the console before you get it it's just you're going to be able to go buy one yeah remind me when we're done <laughs> yeah is it too much work to put it in like right now yes and then press send yes it okay. is uh we might be getting a new switch model we have reports from vgc a chinese gaming news site that a new version of the nintendo switch may be entering production later this year with a first quarter 2021 launch date. Hmm. Interesting. The reports say that it will have a better interactivity, whatever the fuck that means, and better quality display, which I guess means this, the, the screen will be better. I guess. I mean, visual graphics. It I, seems fine to me already. Lighting. I don't. Maybe. Yeah. I mean. I but... do think that they changed the screen actually after the first version i think because they had like an updated version that tweaked the battery more efficiently Mm -hmm. so it had longer battery life and then they i think they downgraded the screen quality on the newer versions of the switch oh okay the like it's the same model oh newer version okay well there is the light as well but there was a newer version of the actual switch and then it came out the light okay nintendo always does this shit they always have multiple versions of their consoles so yeah I mean, obviously, we're seeing that now with PlayStation and Xbox as well, but yeah. Nintendo's known for it. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're looking for a new Switch... Wait a little longer? Yeah. Should get one in 2021. Uh, that's not the only thing that you should be expecting in 2021, though. Microsoft, which delayed the Halo Infinite game to 2021... Microsoft has squashed rumors that Halo Infinite has problems and will be delayed till 2022. That was basically the unsubstantiated rumor going around that they were delaying the game to 2022 and that they were actually going to drop the Xbox One version of the game. Oh, I see. So this was floating around. People were then getting upset because they were lied to because they thought it was going to be cross-platform and all this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Of course, this is all rumors that was spreading. Right. Uh, So Microsoft has come out and said, specifically from the 343 community manager, he said, there are no plans to change our 2021 release or the devices and platforms we'll be supporting. We're building Halo Infinite to be the best it can be on each device slash platform. This could be PR. Maybe it is going to have these problems or something's going to change. But as far as we're being told... None of that is happening, so people need to just shut the fuck up. Right. Also, Joseph Statton, who was head of the publishing team for the Master Chief Collection, has joined the team to get the game back on track for the free-to-play aspect. Okay. Uh, So I guess they've liked what he's done with the game platform, and they want to use his abilities to improve this. Yeah. Gonna do what it takes. Yep. We have some more... uh, controversies of the marvel avengers game yeah or i don't know if it's like a controversy but people are acting like it is yeah uh so post-launch dlc characters anything that comes out after the game Mm -hmm. uh will be 
essentially a $10 battle pass purchase if you choose to. The characters will be free. You'll have a base character that are DLC characters for free. But if you want any of their extra costumes, any cosmetics, any whatever power-up shit, any special ability stuff to the characters, Mm -hmm. all of that will be in a specific battle pass for the character. They call them hero challenge cards. So they equivalent to about 1,000 credits for $10. Okay. But after you buy the hero challenge card, when you complete it 100%, you then get that credit back. So essentially it's free. Okay. After, in, so you, in that sense. So you could theoretically use it again for another character yes. and repeat, yes. basically. Okay. But here's where you could come into an issue where you end up buying each character every time is if, let's say you use that credit to then buy, oh, I want this specific thing from the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have that credit to then use on the next hero challenge card. Right. This is exactly how Warzone does their season pass. Okay. You... you I think they even actually, when the game's launched, you had the credits available in the game, and then you could get the season pass, and then you can, every time you beat it, you'd have enough credits back that you could get the next season pass. Oh, okay. But again, then there's like, oh, I want this gun in the marketplace. Ooh, piece of candy. Which I did. Yeah. (laughs) Because it shot purple lasers. Okay. I mean, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Which then retrospectively, I was like, well, that's not a good thing, because now people will see me easier when I'm shooting. Because I'll see where it's coming from. Oh, right. Fair enough. So I don't typically use it as much as I Dang it. <laughs> wanted to. So in that sense, I don't really get the backlash on this. Because it actually seems like it's pretty standard of what season passes are doing these days. Yeah. It's cosmetically. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. Uh, the game will have marketplace stuff. Like purchasable con- cosmetics and nameplates and emotes and whatever the fuck. They, they went through that stuff in yeah. the beta. You could see all that stuff. So anyways, it it doesn't seem like that big of an issue. Yeah. I think people are just already upset about other shit and they don't like this. Although I will say the one thing that does suck is this is a game that you're paying for. Whereas Call of Duty Warzone is a free-to-play game. Fair. That you're, you're paying the season pass because it's a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. So in that comparison yeah this is kind of annoying that you are then also paying into the stuff for the characters on this right and did they announce this on the war table thing or was this a separate i believe they had a war table that announced this stuff okay they just keep having those kind of things yeah but that's not the only game that has a season pass for marvel characters our favorite game fortnite is coming through with with a new battle pass for chapter two season four I'm sure the people that play Fortnite know what that means. Sure. (laughs) So they're basically adding a bunch of Marvel characters. Thor, Iron Man, Storm, Doctor Doom, She-Hulk, Mystique, Groot, Wolverine, uh, and I think other characters. But those are like the the core ones. Okay. Uh, It's going to include 100 unlockable rewards with Marvel-themed weapons and abilities. And the map that the game takes place on Mm -hmm. is going to have changes made in sections that will theme them after Marvel shit. Like, okay. Doctor Doom will have an area or something like that. Gotcha. This isn't the first Marvel tie-in that Fortnite's done, though. Yeah. If you remember, Infinity War and Endgame had some tie-in marketing for the game. Yeah. I think Cap was even a purchasable character at one point. Yeah, couldn't you, like, play as Thanos or something weird? Yeah, that was the 
Infinity War right. and Endgame stuff. Yeah, it was basically like the Juggernaut stuff in Warzone, where you find a power up to become Thanos, and then yeah. you just fuck everybody up. Yeah. So yeah, Marvel's taking over. Yep. Well, they've been quiet for too long, so they gotta start speaking up after DC mm-hmm. fandom kind of blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. Well, as we established, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was announced. It's official. They announced their different gaming editions okay. for this game, along with the price tags. Uh-huh. If we thought other games were getting complicated with what they were doing as far as next-gen upgrades, uh-huh. Activision is taking Call of Duty to a whole new level Yeah, with next-gen complications on upgrading. Are they giving it a things pack? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and the uh, the farming and, and the horses are exclusive to Sony. Yeah. Yeah. You farm horses on Spider-Man's farm. Yeah, makes sense. So, they have a current-gen edition. Okay, this is the standard, essentially. Mm-hmm. The standard game. So, it just... Nothing but the game. Buying the standard PS4 edition provides an upgrade offer, which you would also have to pay for to get that upgrade. Okay. Okay. For both the digital and the physical version of the game. Okay. But the physical version will need to have the disc on the PS5 in order to play the upgraded version. Okay. So I'm, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. It's the disc to the game. Why yeah. wouldn't you, right? Yeah. Okay. But here's where it gets more confusing. Buying the standard Xbox One edition does not have the upgrade offer for physical. However, the digital version for Xbox One is what they are saying as currently being evaluated by Activision. Meaning it doesn't exist yet, but they are trying to get it to exist. Right. So right there, it sounds like you're just getting back-end dealing with exclusive, exclusive shit, essentially, through upgrade process, right? Right. Uh, so both current-gen versions will be backwards compatible on the next-gen consoles, but depending on the version you get, you will or won't have the ability to update to the next-gen version on that game. Okay. It's very complicated. I hope you're sitting down for the rest. I am. So as far as next-gen editions go, okay... PS5 Standard Edition only has PS5 version, no PS4 version. Okay, sure. That sounds like a contradiction from the standard version for current gen. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Xbox Series X Edition includes the Xbox Series X disc that will be playable on the Xbox One. Okay. So this is backwards compatibility. Via disc. Via disc. Okay. On the old console. Yeah. That's So this is getting really complicated. Yeah. Forward compatibility? Uh, how do you say that? <laughs> well, it's like reverse engineering, right? Yeah. <laughs> or I guess that's forward engineering. Shit, see? That's what it's I'm... forward compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also a digital cross-gen version that will give you access to both versions of the game for an extra $10. Hmm. And I think this is on both consoles. So that just sounds like you're paying extra. So basically, <laughs> from all of the ways that they've described each format, it sounds like what they're essentially saying is just buy the next gen edition. Yeah. So you can give us more money. Yeah. 
and you won't have to worry about the headache about where your fucking game will play. Right. So it sounds like they were just manipulating it so you will just end up giving them an extra $10. Yeah. There's also an ultimate edition of this game, which will include more perks, you know, like DLC shit, whatever. Of course. Launch whatever skins, whatever the hell they do. Mm -hmm. I assume the season pass. Noteworthy, the digital standard edition have perks that are not available on the physical standard edition as far as game content goes. Okay. So basically they're encouraging you to go digital. Right. Again, digital cross-gen, right? Yeah. And of course, PlayStation has the early access as far as the beta and all DLC content by a month or so. So that's still in place for this game going forward. So Xbox will wait on that stuff. Okay. But they've also said that this game could theoretically run at 4K 120 frames per second if the next-gen setup you have supports it. Okay. So console, TV, all that stuff. Right. Depending on, on how their performance is on the consoles, you could play this game in that format. Yeah. Uh, and this game is releasing on November 13th, so that kind of gives a... A big fucking hint. <laughs> a hint that <laughs> yeah. the consoles will be out around that time. Right. Which Xbox, we're all predicting, is the six because of that controller leak right so yeah the call of duty is just making it complicated yeah so seems like the people that are in charge of making additions and pricing for additions are lawyers <laughs> to be able to fucking make that kind of bullshit ass argument right ridiculous just imagine how many people are gonna get this game for christmas or something mm-hmm. or, or not know because their parents bought it for them or exactly. something and like it's just they're gonna be so disappointed when they yeah. have the the wrong version or or they don't have this or they thought they had that and it's just going to be a headache. Exactly. Just making it harder for old people to buy their relatives games. Yeah. It's a real uh, epidemic. Yeah, way to fucking go Activision. Dicks. Just being rude to old people. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we're talking about being fucking complicated, let's uh let's talk about the uh Resident Evil show as per the Netflix Twitter fucking bullshit that came around they uh kind of announced a bunch of details about the show right so well first off they officially announced that the show even existed yeah <laughs> it was basically rumors i think i don't think it was official yet yeah i guess it wasn't officially confirmed fair enough uh so they confirmed it and then they released a whole bunch of details uh it all sounds like a lot so i will give you the rundown here uh in the first timeline, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing. But the more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is more than it seems and their father may be concealing dark secrets, secrets that could destroy the world. So, cut to the second timeline, well over a decade into the future, there are less than 15 million people left on Earth. And more than 6 billion monsters, people and animals infected with T-virus. Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this new world while secrets from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her. Uh, that's a lot. Um, they didn't talk about any casting, right? No. Okay. Um, one hour long episodes times eight. So eight episodes, one hour each. So that sounds pretty standard for Netflix. It's a standard right? Netflix series, yeah. yeah. Okay, 
Um, Andrew Dabb will be working on this or is working on this. He's the writer or a writer for Supernatural. That's hilarious. I didn't even realize that. Um, which I liked that show for the first like five seasons. So that's, that's okay. Um, and he said, um, Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time. I'm incredibly excited to tell a new chapter in this amazing story and bring the first ever Resident Evil series to Netflix members around the world. For every type of Resident Evil fan, including those joining us for the first time, the series will be complete with a lot of old friends and some things, bloodthirsty, insane things, people have never seen before. The director will be Bronwyn Hughes. Uh, for the first couple of episodes, at least. And that director is known for The Walking Dead. So, I mean, that makes sense for a zombie-type situation, right? And both of those, uh, Dab and Hughes, will be serving as executive producers as well. So, tell me tell me all your thoughts on this. <laughs> do you want all my thoughts or just <laughs> okay, maybe, some of them? Maybe not all of them. Just let's do a quick rundown of your thoughts. <laughs> okay, uh... Instantly, my first thoughts are, this is just going to turn into the fucking movies all over again. It sounds like it is, yeah. I believe it's even the same company responsible for the movies that's also involved with the series. Okay. It's really just a matter of how they implement this story. Yeah. It sounds like they're trying to make some fucking dramatic thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why Hollywood feels the need to just constantly have everybody related to everybody in these fucking series. Yeah. I just, I know, and this is a debatable thing, I personally just want you to tell me the fucking story of Resident Evil. Yeah. Just give me the first fucking game as a goddamn movie or as a goddamn TV show. Yeah, but that would be like a horror movie, right? It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Not what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Those aren't horror movies. Are they? Yeah, they're action movies. Okay. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. The first one was more horror, but it was leaning to action yeah, but by the end. I liked it at a time where I didn't watch horror movies, and I mm-hmm. still don't watch them that often, so I wouldn't consider it horror. So. Yeah. Um, so, just off the last name Wesker, so it's implied that the father is Wesker. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's that. As far as I'm aware, he doesn't have any daughters in the Resident Evil lore that I know of. Mm, okay. So, I think this is the way of... Doing something that's not going to impact the game stories. Right. This is the part where I get worried, though. Is they're going to do a time jump to basically an apocalyptic world, which is basically what the movies are, right? Yeah. So, even though they're saying it's not the same, or it's a reboot, whatever, I feel like it's going to have the same tone. And if you notice, they don't say anything about the second sister, Right. Uh, as far as existing in the future. Yeah. So something tells me she's going to be one of the creatures. <laughs> yeah. That you, you're going to get the sob story. 100%, that that yeah. she turned into a creature or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. A thousand percent. That's true. Um, it doesn't sound good to me. I am definitely going to hold my excitement for this. But at the same time, I hope I'm wrong and I hope I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But man, it just seems like they're just fucking this up. Yeah, it doesn't sound at all like the video games. No. So that's... I mean, we don't... I, mean, I think they made hints that they... I think he said in the thing that you, you might see familiar faces. But, like, yeah. I don't want to if yeah. it's not going to be the Resident Evil that they are from. Like, just... I yeah. don't need you to give me Leon for two fucking scenes. Yeah. And then he runs away to do his own thing. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> 
since nobody could see what she did, <laughs> she pretended like she was running away. I was just picturing him running away. <laughs> Presumably as Leon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I left the stove on. Gotta go. I'll come save the world later in episode eight. I'll be the guy with the hair in his eyes. I just, I don't know. I, you know, I just, this is one of those franchises I just really fucking love. Mm-hmm. And so I get vocal about yeah things that don't sound good. Yeah. It's not looking great. I am not going to even be shocked if this somehow ties into where they go with the the next game. Yeah. I guarantee there's going to be tones of those creatures in this. Some kind of tie-in like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. So... It sounds basically like one of the movies, mm-hmm. but the storyline in and of itself doesn't sound like it would be bad to watch as a Netflix show, but calling it Resident Evil sounds wrong, because it doesn't sound like a Resident Evil game plot. It sounds like they're just trying to do a Stranger Things. Yes. With exactly. a Resident Evil fucking yeah, title. Yeah, Stranger Things, but zombies. Yeah. Essentially. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. They're, they're trying Agreed. to take something that already exists, some formula they already have, yep. and try and manipulate a big franchise yes, title to it. That is what it seems like. I'm on that on that page with you. I and we don't even have a release date, obviously. Cause nope. They, they, I think that they have maybe a script for an episode or yeah, so. Yeah, it's like very early workings. Uh, so we'll we'll just have to see. Yep. Although Netflix is getting like pretty big name people now, so I'd be I'm really interested to see where the casting goes on this. I don't think they're gonna have big names attached. I don't to either. For casting. But I don't either. But. They have been having more big name people, so I'm I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do with it. It seems more like a thing where they're gonna want to take somebody that is a newcomer and make them big from it, basically. Mm. Really, what they need to do is they just need to nail the writing on this. Mm-hmm. Like they need to make make you give a shit why Wesker's kids yeah are relevant to this story. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing that Hollywood's trying to make relevant again: the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, really? They're doing that? Okay. Yeah, not a cartoon, though. Oh. They tried a cartoon, wait. and that didn't work okay, out. Okay, now I'm slightly more interested. They brought the cartoon back for How a How in the fuck are they going to do that? So they're, <laughs> they're doing... They're small children. <laughs> they're doing a live-action uh, series for the CW. Oh. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Now you know exactly what the show is going to be. Now I know be. how they're going to do it. Okay, got okay. it. Okay. <laughs> So, this will be an updated version of the series where the characters are now disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fighting. Okay. (laughs) Will they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever? Okay. So, right off the bat, they are adding that CW young adult drama to the mix. Yeah. I can see it now. Every episode, they're gonna have a problem with each other. Yeah, you. One of them my was boyfriend. like, one of them's <laughs> gonna be like, "You betrayed me." Yeah. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. You looked at my boyfriend twenty years ago. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be dumb. But I mean, I'll probably watch it if it's on something that we have. <laughs> I go out of my way, but I would check it out. <laughs> I mean, this is interesting, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, Powerpuff Girls is a very iconic art style. 
Yes. Like, it, it's from that Cartoon Network era where all their cartoons kind of had the same style to them. Mm-hmm. You know, Dexter's Laboratory mm-hmm. was one. And the Fairly Cow- Odd Parents, kind of, too. Yes. Was it... Uh, oh, and Cow, Cow and, and Chicken. Chicken. Cow and Chicken. Or is that Nickelodeon? Oh. Well, shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's even the same art style, now I think about it. Either way. Okay. The point is, this is a very interesting show to, to bring into live action. Oh, yeah, and I Am Weasel, too. I Am Weasel. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, I confirmed it is Cartoon Network for Cow and Chicken. So. Okay. <laughs> Two Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers, yes. Good show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Encourage the Cowardly Dog. But yeah, are you giving different. you that a uh, dissect it then? Two Angry Beavers? I mean, not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this will be interesting. The, the The characters are very unique. The villains are like ridiculously yeah random. Yeah, Mojo Jojo, the main antagonist the, the of the one? Car- yeah, he's okay, got yeah. the yeah brain hat situation. Yeah, yeah. the brain hat. <laughs> you knew what I meant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Valid point. As soon as I said, I was like, "That's not an accurate description." But it whatever. seemed to have been <laughs> Mojo Jojo. Here's what I think. Is this their way of kind of forming, like, Riverdale into a Arrowverse kind of show? Like, something like that where they're they're taking something that's more of a just, here's our drama mm-hmm. of our lives. Yeah. And then putting it into We Have Powers. Yeah, could be. Is, and, and is it also, are they kind of expecting the Arrowverse <laughs> to kind of die off in in the next few years they're gonna make a cartoon network extended universe that's what i want to (laughs) know are we gonna see a dexter's laboratory i mean live action show that you have like a like a really short ginger guy (laughs) who thinks he's better than everybody you know who can play dd is d from it's always always sunny (laughs) katie olsen yeah her name caitlin olsen caitlin olsen yeah that'd be great yeah. yeah. Shut up, Dee Dee. You are stupid. <laughs> I mean, they already they say that to her. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Okay. I mean, she's already, she was born for the part then. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway. I mean, I'm really intrigued by this. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely check it out. Okay, so <laughs> uh, it's going to be written and executive produced by Heather Regnier. Uh, she's known for Sleepy Hollow, the TV show I think was on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a producer on that. And Falling Skies, which was that TNT show like about the alien one? invasion that Steven Spielberg was involved in for a little bit. Okay. Um, she was the writer on that show. Okay. So it has me a little concerned in that aspect. Yeah. Because that show kind of derailed a bit at a certain point. And it's also going to be written uh, by Diablo Cody, who is known for Juno, Young Adult, Tully, and Jennifer's Body. Which one does not match the rest? Quite a combo there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know anything about Tully, but I'm going to assume Jennifer's Body. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tully is actually uh, a movie that, that stars... Charlie Theron, who is also in Young Adult. Oh, so okay. there's that connection there. And this will, of course, be a Warner Brothers television uh, production. 
Okay. Because CW. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, interested to see where they go with it, but it sounds like an, a cool premise, so... Will they have fingers? Yeah. <laughs> and will they have shoes, or will they just have, like, columns that just go straight to the ground? <laughs> Are they going to have to, like... Dissecting this fiction, <laughs> asking the hard-hitting questions. Are they still going to be wearing their little outfits as adults in their 20s? You know they're going to have color-coded modern-day outfits, at least in the beginning. And then they're going to shift to their traditional superhero outfits, which was just, what, like as a dress? Yeah, they were dresses. (laughs) They weren't anything like... Yeah. yeah. It was just like white tights and like Mm -hmm. different color dresses. Yeah. Now, do you think they're going to... Do you think they're going to have the dad in this? Or do you think it would be like, he's dead. I'm assuming he's dead. And they have to, like, Let's cope with... It's a CW. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go back in time and try and save him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to be resurrected twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm interested. I, I it, It's such a unique property that I, I would love to see what they do live action. You have to assume there's going to be plenty of CGI, like The Flash and Supergirl and all those shows Yeah, have. I'm going to admit, whenever we first saw this news story, I was like, yeah, okay, cool, no one cares. But when we started talking about it, I was like, okay, I'm actually kind of interested. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so I'm glad you found this. Okay. Well, let's get into some of our quicker stories. Some quickies, yeah. if you will. Let's get a little quickies out there. Yeah. Uh, Nutty Professor is getting a re- Reboot via deadline. But why? Uh, it's going to be written by James Vanderbilt, uh, known for Zodiac and the Amazing Spider-Man. What film. the fuck? <laughs> what a combo! <laughs> I feel like James Vanderbilt doesn't know what he likes, <laughs> based on those yeah. three co- those three options. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the Nudge Professor will be a serial killer. Who has powers. Yeah. Who was bitten by a spider. <laughs> yeah. A spider-bitten serial killer. Yeah. Or he's a spider who's serially biting people. Yeah. But also is yeah, a professor. That's his, that's his <laughs> trademark style is he just captures them in a web and, yeah. and, and devours eats them. them. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call that thing that like serial killers leave? They always leave like a sort of oh, an M. Shit. Right? A memento? No. no. There's a calling card. Calling card? They yeah. leave a calling card. Okay, I thought like I was going to start with an M, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, so what, is the calling card going to just be like a shriveled up body in the web? <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> Must have been that cereal spider again. <laughs> I didn't have any cereal. <laughs> Actually, you know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Arachnophobia. Yeah. When John Goodman is, like, eating cereal in the people's house. Mm-hmm. Or is it his own house? I don't remember. Somebody's house. Kind of a dick movie. He's just eating other people's cereal. <laughs> he, like, pulls, like, a handful of cereal out of the box. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, a, a dead, one of the dead baby spiders Ew. in the cereal. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Oh, it's hella creepy. Yeah. I mean, luckily I mean, it was it, dead. It sounds like it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which... Last night when I took the dogs out, uh-huh. there was a dead black widow uh-huh. just chilling in the middle of our cement. Weird. Yeah, like area. Huh. Or patio. Okay. Because that was the easier way of saying that. Yep. 
<laughs> cement area. <laughs> the, the zoned cement that we have. That is odd. It was just, I was like, what killed it? I, it was it heat? Did it have a heat stroke? Probably. It was in the evening, so like, how long has it been dead for? And then, of course, I'm like, great. Is Roscoe going to try and eat this motherfucker? Probably. So I'm like, get over there. <laughs> Yelling at him for no fucking reason. Just so He's I can, like, like what did I do? kick the spider into, like, the dirt and hide it. Yeah. He'll find it. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what happened the last time when he had yeah, this weird... Yeah, he ate a bunch of dead black widows. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. walk up the stairs for a yeah. while. Yeah. We were really kind of thinking he was just dying. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe that's it. He ate a black widow. Who knows? Yeah. And lesson well, learned. <laughs> Speaking of shriveled up bodies, uh... <laughs> not talking about Roscoe anymore. No, are we? no. Okay. Not this time. Uh, altered carbon. <laughs> you know, because there's other bodies. More like shriveled up <laughs> carbon. Yeah. What do they call them? Skins? No. Uh, sleeves. 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 Yeah. There we go. Um, Altered Carbon was canceled first after season two. Yeah, two seasons. We never finished season two. Sure didn't. No. Uh, maybe we don't need to now. I mean, I still want to. So okay. if, if you can get me, I hear there's be a. Okay, uh, then I'll watch it without you because. Okay. I'm not giving you the okay. I'm giving <laughs> you an acknowledgement of your <laughs> okay. statement. Okay. Because I was trying to watch it, like, right whenever we were watching it, and then you were like, We watched, like, it. a couple episodes, and I don't know, and some of we just it. never went back to it. Yeah. Not that I was over it. We just, stuff happened. Life yeah. found a way. Did it? Okay. Um, yeah, so according to Deadline, they this was supposedly canceled due to viewership versus cost renewal review Which makes review sense. I, I heard that it had a big drop in... Yeah. You were based on the second season. Because, let's be honest, Joel Kinnaman was in the first season, and it's a completely different character in the second season, so it's, um... I don't think that would so much be the reason. I think it's just... I mean, well, I don't know, maybe that is. Well, because That's true. What's, that what's could... his name? Anthony Mackie? Yes. He's great, but I've only seen a couple of episodes, and I feel like just the shock value and the cool new factor mm-hmm. on the second season is not there. I, I, I will say... I have trouble seeing him as the same character. Yes. Even though we're supposed to believe it's the same sleeve in a different body. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like the same character. The same person psyche in a different sleeve. Sleeve is the body. Yes. But that's based off a couple episodes. So who knows if... Yeah, I mean, we don't really know where it goes because we only watched a couple episodes, but... But it did feel like just... The budget, it felt like this had a lower CGI quality mm. off of what we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people on the internet saying it was hot garbage, so. Okay. I mean, I heard people were into it to an extent. Yeah. And I know there's a cliffhanger. That's why I'm like, well, should I watch it then? Yeah. I mean, we'll just be mad, but I'm still going to watch yeah, it. Yeah. Just shake out our TV <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we don't forget this news by the time we finish it. Yeah. Like, man, I can't wait for it. Ne- oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends? Back on episode 56, we didn't have that news. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, but you know what they could easily do, though? They had that animated show. Yes. I can't remember what it was called. Altered. Unsleeved sleeved. or something. Yeah. Another sleeve. <laughs> I don't... Resleeved? That's what it Altered was. Altered carbon resleeved, I think. Okay. They could easily, if they really had enough demand... I'm sure they could throw together a conclusion yeah. mini season or something with that 
Yeah. Uh, animated style or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, apparently, Mulan is potentially going to be free in December on Disney+. Plus. So, this is according to Screen Rant. They found on the pre-order site for the movie that it said it would be available on the service in December for free. Now, that's surprising if they're charging $30 for it yeah. come this month, right? Yeah. Early this month, is it? a little it? strange. I think so. I guess that's three months or so. Yeah. But it does feel like... Wouldn't that kind of information then be like, well, why would I pay $30 instead of just wait three months? Yeah. Because that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, but to be fair, you haven't seen the first Mulan and you're not like a huge Mulan fan. So maybe they're hoping that like big Mulan aficionados are going to be like, yes, take my $30. I don't know. I guess. I I imagine families who have a bunch of kids that that want to see this. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely going to be paying, but. Yeah. I guess my logic is, why did they even put it on there? Like, because they had to have known that they would have lost a chunk of people who heard this news and then be like, oh, never mind. Yeah. They did actually take it off the site, apparently. So it's no longer there. But Mm. so maybe that's just a marketing fuck up then. Maybe. Somebody was like, maybe we'll do this. And then somebody took it seriously. But it turns out they were just still workshopping it. But then also, that would also piss me off if I found that out after I paid for it. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. True. Obviously, if this was Black Widow, I'd be paying instantly for it. Yeah, but of course. I think I could hold off on Mulan. Yeah. All right. Uh, then I wanted to add a little segment that I call Move That E. Oh, yeah? It's a new segment we have. Well, it's not really new, but we you've, you've named it. I've named it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I've good. I've named the segment. Okay. We've had so many movies changing dates that I said, fuck it. Let's make a segment called Move That E. Okay. If you can't figure out what that means... That's unfortunate. We're sorry. <laughs> Ask somebody around you. Yeah. Kingsman is going to be delayed to February 26, 2021. Bummer. This isn't really a date change, but I just wanted to note it. Uh, Marvel has changed the Eternals movie title to just Eternals. They dropped the the. Cool. I, I saw this and I was like, how is this news? Why is this here? <laughs> one cares but the big news sources were reporting this so i was like i guess i need to say apparently it's news yeah okay snake eyes the gi joe spinoff film uh was intended for a october 23rd release date this year now it's going to be october 22nd a next year (laughs) okay (laughs) like my little will fortale style there yeah uh Scream 5 is getting a January 14th, 2022 release. So that's a long Jesus. way away. So I guess anybody who's going to die in that film has at least a little over a year to survive. Yeah. It's good. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog live action movie was going to be November 13th release this year. Now it's November 5th of a next year. <laughs> You know who you remind me of more than Will Forte? Oh. Uh, Jake on Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Okay, I could see that. I thought you were going to say, what's his name on New Girl? The actor's name Jake is Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that too. But mostly, am I getting the name wrong? Is that his name? Jake Johnson is the actor. No, 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 I'm talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's his name? Andy, Andy... Samberg? Yeah. Is the character... Is now it Jake? I'm... I feel like it's no, not Jake. No, it's not Jake. Jake. 
I don't know. How do I not know? I fucking love that show. Yeah, well, apparently we don't love his name. Whatever. Anyway, you know what I meant. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Tell me more. So, well, I mean, first off, did you know there was a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie in the works? (laughs) I feel like I remember hearing about this. We probably probably noted that it was a thing in the works. It is Jake. Good. Okay. (laughs) From State Farm? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's a guy, so. Yeah, well, he's a guy, so... (laughs) Um, <laughs> How much money do you think the person who thought of that original commercial has just, like, floating around in their bed all the time? Because, like, if that's yeah, your commercial... Yeah, they don't have a water bed. They have yeah, a money bed. They have a money bed. <laughs> because everybody loves that commercial. Yeah, well, they butchered it with the new one. I know they one. did. I know. But at least they still reference it. So, like, yeah. it's gotta be... Well, that's... they're cowards because they're trying to avoid any uh, backlash for yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> for stuff. The, but... the, the DLC pack on... <laughs> yeah. The Sims, right? Stuff pack, yeah. But it's got to feel good to be that person who was like, yeah, I thought of that. And, like, everybody still references it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Good stuff. <laughs> but not in a pack. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'll jump down a little bit. Delayed. Yeah. To 2021. That's sad. A next year. Okay. <laughs> so no Halloween heist this year. Damn people. it. That's a good point. Um, Untitled Paranormal Activity Movie. I guess that... I want that I to hope be the that's actual the actual title. title. Yeah, right? It's like Goose Game, <laughs> but it's a paranormal activity. Yeah. It's just a like, ghost that just fucks with... Like, what's the... Para- what's with the, your stuff? Uh, Poltergeist name? It doesn't have a name. It's yeah. It's untitled. So, it was going to be March 19th of next year. Now it's going to be March 4th of 2022. Jesus. We're having so many, like, pushed back things. Yeah. Okay. So, that that's really it for the Move That E segment. I'm sure we'll have another one next I'm week. I'm sure there'll be plenty yeah. more. <laughs> Hell, some of these will probably even get changed again. Yeah. We had that a while. Uh, a Haunted Mansion movie in the works for Disney. Uh, Katie DePold will be writing it. She's known for the recent Ghostbusters reboot and the movie The Heat. Which I fucking loved. So, yes, please. <laughs> I don't remember this ride or... I don't know if I've like... ever been on the ride. <laughs> Isn't I... it the one with like the giant tower? Isn't that Tower of Terror? Valid point. <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> Maybe it's next door. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like everybody references this, but I'm like, I don't remember this at all. So I don't know if it's just because I didn't, I didn't go on the ride or in the in the house or whatever Rubai's it is. The weren't tall enough. Probably. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the news. So let's talk about what we watched. Just to review our rating system, uh, for anybody who is not aware, uh, if we say we... If we hated it and we wanted to throw it in the fucking trash, that's burn it. If we didn't like it, it wasn't very good or it was disappointing, we'll sample it. If it was just okay, we're kind of neutral on it, we're going to test it. If we enjoyed it, that's going to be a slice it. And if we absolutely loved it and we'll watch it again, it's a dissect it. If both of us give it a dissect it or if it's dissected all around, we're DTF. With that said, let's dive right in. Our first item on the docket is Enola Holmes, the trailer for Enola Holmes, uh, which comes out September 23rd on Netflix. 
it's for anybody who hasn't seen this, it's the story of Sherlock and Mycroft's little sister. Basically, her mom goes missing and shit happens. Um, check out the trailer. It was pretty entertaining. Um, I am going to give this a slice it. I'd have to go with a test it. I think that it did not appeal to me, but uh, I'm sure I'll be watching it with you. Yeah. <laughs> to I, say the least. I just felt like this trailer was more intriguing than the first or the teaser or whatever the first. I didn't know there was a, anything before this. Yeah. Well, I think this it was is like all a, I've ever seen. I think it was like a teaser or whatever. It wasn't like a full trailer, but I watched it. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. But this one. Yeah. I was more interested. It looks like there's going to be a little sidekick action and her kind of disguising herself to get around without being discovered by Sherlock and or Mycroft wandering around in this period piece. So it's going to have some interesting, probably have some pretty cool costume design going on and uh, coming of age type stuff. Yeah. I mean, it felt like it was basically let's let's put a young adult female spin on Sherlock, right? Yeah, absolutely. Felt like she was Sherlock with a new coat. Yeah. I mean, that's coming from somebody who's never read any of the books that she was a part of. She was like, she's like her own book, right? Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I haven't read it either. I've only read the Sherlock Holmes books. Yeah. What was interesting to me, though, was like we knew Henry Cavill was going to be in this show. But based off the trailer, it seemed like he may have a bigger role in the show than I thought he was going to have. Yeah. I thought he was going to be more of a, oh, look at this big name after actor we have. He'll be in a couple episodes, maybe. Right. Uh, you know, he's more of a cameo, like popping in and out occasionally. But it seems like he may actually be more of a supporting character in the show throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Unless they just showed everything in the trailer that he's going to be a part yeah, of. Yeah, that's also possible. But yeah, that's one of the reasons I think I was more uh, intrigued by this trailer because I felt like it seemed like there were more characters other than just her. Mm-hmm. Do you see what's her name as this character? Um, Eleven. <laughs> Mo- Molly Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. M- Millie Bobby Brown. There we go. Um, Mobby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that they chose her, but it's, I mean, it probably wouldn't have been her I, choice. It's Netflix. I mean, it's, I, yeah. I get it. But I, I don't know. Ne- she's Netflix I think darling. because of Stranger Things, it makes it hard for me to see her in this role. But yeah. she does seem like she's bringing a new character. Yeah. She uh, definitely seems like she's acting she differently. She seems <laughs> like she's not her typical, this is what I do for every fucking role. Yeah. Which I feel like she is. Yeah. <laughs> usually. So... Yeah, I mean, I think she'll probably do a good job with it, but she wouldn't have, who I would expect to have been chosen. It looks like there's going to be plenty of action. I I was kind of shocked about how much we saw Mm -hmm. in the trailer. Like I said, it's a test it for me, but I I could see it getting a fan base. Yeah. Especially being on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I actually played a Star Wars game. We talked about that a little bit. I played Episode 1 Pod Racer which is actually a Nintendo 64 game that they have re-released on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. I found that randomly. It was on sale. I was like, huh, okay. I enjoyed this game when I was a child. So I bought it, hooked it up on my uh, Pro whatever Nintendo controller mm-hmm. because I had this, the drift problem with the Switch controls on the Joy-Con, mm-hmm. which apparently have a special like control feature for this game now. Oh, But okay. I can't do because they don't work. So I played with just the controller, the typical controller. I had a blast. I felt like I was back in when I was a kid and yeah. playing this game. But uh, menu navigation, I feel like, is a little archaic still. But 
I assume that's just because they just stuck with what they had from the 64 time. Yeah. But I, I was really enjoying this. So uh, anyone's looking for a nice racing game on the Switch, Star Wars themed, had a great <laughs> time. I'd, I'd give it a slice it. Okay. I'd, I'd slice it. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good nostalgic feel for the 64. And this, did this also come out on PS4? Yeah, they probably released it on PS4 okay. too. I would imagine it should be on Xbox then. I don't know. That's what I would have thought, but all I could find was those two, so I was just wondering hmm. if I was mistaken. Yeah. Pretty much the the whole game is centered around the first prequel movie with mm-hmm. the pod racing. Got so it. all the characters you can play as are from that scene in the movie mm. where you can pick out of all of them. Okay. You have all these different parts you can add to your pod racer to upgrade and fix your, your pod racer. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would that kind of game be in VR? Right? That would be a lot of fun. That could be a PlayStation's uh, response to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, which apparently is killing it. Do you see IGN gave that game a 10 on their review? Really? Wow. That's the, yeah, they gave it a, yeah. That's not the game that people expected to get a top rating on. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that's actually going to come to Game Pass at some point too, oh, so I, I'm waiting for that. Definitely. I want to. Apparently, you can fly over your own house. What? Like it's all. So it's like Google Earth type. Yeah, situation? like they they have what everything the in fuck? there. Like you can real time fly in the world over your houses and two locations. That's insane. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm interested. Which is probably why it got such a high rating. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a huge downgrade the on the console shit. versus the PC, but. I'll have to learn how to fly. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> at least you don't have to get a license to do it. Yeah, and at least I won't actually die if I do it wrong. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll ship myself so badly I die. Yeah, it's possible. Blow out from the inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, we watched this a couple, a little bit ago now. We watched I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is a series on HBO Max. It came out or was released on June 28th. And it's, it was six episodes. We watched the whole thing. It is revolving around the story behind Michelle McNamara, who, if anybody's not aware, is the wife of Patton Oswalt and also the author of the book of the same name. Um, and the process that she went through investigating and writing about the Golden State Killer um, far before he was discovered uh, as, or what do you call it? Where the, before they found out who he actually was and arrested him. Yeah, that was big yeah. news. I think it was yeah. like last year, a couple years ago. Last year or two years ago, I can't uh, remember. So but... this is a documentary. This is yes. not a series. Like... Right. Sorry, it's a docu-series, I should have said. Yes. Yeah. And it was pretty intense. It kind of, it followed her life and her process and how she became involved and what she did along the way. It pretty much was following her as she wrote this book or mm-hmm. began as she was just doing her like true crime blog and other things. And I'm trying to figure out if this was something that she was a part of as well, the documentary itself, mm-hmm. or if this was something that came long after I th- the events of her death in real life. I think it came after because I think they chose to do the docu-series on her after they found him. If they identified okay. the Golden, Golden State Killer. That would make sense. Okay. Yeah, this was a really interesting documentary. Yeah. Uh, it was both, like I said, in- 
interesting, but also like really just dark and depressing at the yeah. same time. It, it kind of jumps between her life and trying to find the identity yeah. of the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Who went by many names throughout. Yeah. And that was kind of a part of the thing was he had different names in different areas. And, and it took a long time before they put, pieced together that he was the same guy. Yeah. Going to different locations. Yeah. Uh, it was a East Area Rapist in the Sacramento area. And then original Night Stalker in mm-hmm. like Southern California area. It was area. like LA, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of bounces between her trying to find out who he is through interviews and and documents and stuff and police reports Mm -hmm. and actually covering the crimes he committed too and the women he he affected and and tortured and Mm -hmm. and and where they are now and how they have been dealing with everything since uh you know leading up to and after his capture yeah um there was a really sad one. I think it was a, the first episode where it was one of the first victims where she liked to play piano and she was playing piano and and that's when he actually snuck up on her and pulled a knife and and did what he did to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, was when she was on a piano and she had said like, "I don't like to even play piano anymore ever since because I just have this negative." feeling that there's someone behind me now whenever I play piano yeah and that was kind of the part that hit me hard because it's not only are you destroying her life but you now have taken something more from her that that she had yeah a a joy associated with Mm -hmm. that's true yeah it was pretty fucked up and it was interesting watching her um make her way through the information that she got from old police cases and like she dug through information that was never associated to a case and kind of figured out uh, kind of connected some of them in ways and kind of and brought the information to the detective and was like hey what about this do you think this is related to this and just kind of like helped make some connections where the because back in the day when this fucking asshat was doing his main business he was like it was in the time where interdepartmental police communication, like, between areas, wasn't a big thing. And, like, you it could easily... It seemed like they didn't even... Like, at all. ...want to talk to the other departments. <laughs> yeah, they like, like, nah, fuck you, it's my jurisdiction. Like, they thought they were taking their their work or something. Yeah. And... So, being able to... It sucks that they had to become cold cases for her to go... Essentially, they were competing with each other. Yeah. To say that so we weird. can solve it without you. Yeah. So sometimes you could see that she was able to to find connections between things between different areas, and she was able to help. Though this guy talked to this guy, and then they were like, "Oh shit, these might be connected," and then they like wrapped it all up. And I don't know the the whole watching the whole scene unfold and seeing how writing her book affected her. Um, yeah, they definitely cover her mental state throughout the progress of this book yeah. and her personal life and how it affected her mm-hmm. uh, and her family. Yeah. So it was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was really surprised about was I feel like it was kind of represented like people didn't really know about the Golden State Killer. And I grew up under the impression that he was a known serial killer that people just kind of had in their 
the back of their mind, like, you know, the Zodiac Killer or right. Ted Bundy. Like, I... Right. To me, this was a, a, a standard name, but it seems like most people aren't familiar with this. And so maybe this book is what helped shed a light on on that for the masses and, and kind of helped bring in more witnesses or cases that could have helped solve. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're from the Bay Area, which is a lot closer to the Sacramento area. So it's likely that that news was more prominent in that, that the... It was kind of like, not news, because obviously this is from, what, the fucking 70s or whatever, so you wouldn't have been alive anyway, but, like, it's it's kind of, like, ingrained in society where, like, people talk about it and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember this thing that happened yeah, back in that when. could be why I just so knew about it more. maybe that's why, because, but theoretically, I would have heard about something because I'm, like, kind of adjacent to the Southern California area, but mm-hmm. I didn't know about any of it until he was about to be arrested. So, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah, and that, that's why it was so shocking to me, because, like, I I remember I was driving the morning that he was captured, and I was like, I was listening to it on the radio, mm-hmm. the breaking news on the yeah. radio, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, like, yeah. this is crazy. And then coworkers, I was like trying to talk about, it, and like they didn't seem to know. <laughs> They're like, who? What it was, and so yeah. it was like more of a thing where I, I was learning that other people were actually just kind of learning about this person as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, it's crazy. So, it, it essentially, it was like a really really in-depth long-ass forensic file episode yeah where dna was a huge part that that came in decades later yes which is just fascinating that you can have dna from decades ago that that can still get you results yeah it's uh it's great and i i know i'm like not a lot of people are worried about the whole oh government's gonna own my dna or whatever (laughs) like Fuck off. If I don't care who it is, if somebody that I'm related to murdered anyone, I want you to find them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's maybe I'm I'm obviously not everybody. So. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's weird that people would be worried about that. Yeah. This is it was a really fascinating uh, docuseries. And it was like, what, six episodes? Yes. So it was pretty short. I won't say they were about an hour each. I think some of them were longer than an hour, though, because I remember... Probably. Yeah. But it was about an hour. And it got pretty dark at times, so it's not something that you can binge. I would say you have to watch this in sections. Yeah, I think we did it in, what, two days? Maybe three? Yeah, I think we We watched it. We had big gaps, I think, between episodes, too. Yeah. Uh, So I I would personally give this a uh, slice it. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought there was aspects that I wish they had covered a little bit more in depth than they did. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it, and I think people should check this out if they can. Yeah, I agree entirely, and I also am going to give it a slice it. Another show on HBO Max I watched. I don't think you ever caught any of it. Nope. Uh, Nora from Queens. It's semi-biographical about Aquafina growing up, and it's about her living with her dad and grandmother, uh, navigating her young adult life in Queens, New York. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a comedy. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. this was on Comedy Central earlier this year, I think January. But it just hit HBO uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago. And that's where I learned about it. The grandmother is played by Lori Tan Chin, who is known on Orange is the New Black. One character I definitely recognized. One that I didn't recognize, which you pointed out <laughs> when we were doing notes for this. Yeah. Uh, B.D. Wong plays Nora's dad. And I'd recognize the name, but I was like, how do I know that name? (laughs) 
and you were like, isn't that the guy from Jurassic Park? And I, it, it just fucking, like, <laughs> blew my mind when I realized that this was the guy that played Dr. Oh, Wu. fucking Dr. Wu. He looks nothing like him to me. No. And so when I made that connection after, I was just blown away. He, complete different character in this. Very lovable character, Hopefully. actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's genetically altering dinosaurs <laughs> in the background. In the garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Bowen Yang as Edmund, which is her cousin. Uh, and I guess he's a writer for SNL. Okay. It was 10 episodes. I watched all of it. I would have to give this a dissect it, to be honest. This, I really I Really? really? Okay. Loved it. So I should check it out then? Yeah, I loved this show. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I'm sure I didn't get some of the joke culturally mm-hmm. specific references. references that I just don't get. Okay. You know, because I'm whether it be New York or or just Asian culture. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. uh, overall, she was hilarious in this. And yeah. I, I loved the the whole show. Okay. I think I binged it in like two days. So nice. Okay. I'm really looking forward to seeing where she, she goes. Because, like, she's really solid in everything I've seen her in. I will never not love her as fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> as Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. I mean, here's the funny thing. She kind of talks like him this entire show. Oh, does she? Which makes me then think Maybe she wasn't her. even playing the character. She just, she just was naturally is that character. Okay, got it. Okay. That the, uh, yeah. It's clearly her accent okay. from the area. Got it. Well, that's perfect. Y'all yeah, have to check this one out. All right. Now for the big ticket item. Bill and Ted face the music. We watched this the day that it came out. And uh, there was a little bit of drama because, you know, there was like, oh, you could pre-order the rental and do all this shit. But uh, then the day that it came out, suddenly you could purchase it. (laughs) Yeah, this was very confusing. (laughs) I feel like nobody had it for purchase. They only had it for rental. Yeah, and it was 20 bucks. And we rented it. Yeah. We we did a bundle to rent all three movies Mm because I wanted to watch the first two again. Mm -hmm. And the next thing we know... It's for purchase for $5 more. Yeah. So we had to go through a little bit of effort because, yeah. you know, I like a deal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thankfully, I contacted customer service at Fandango now and they were, I told them, I was like, listen, we already watched the first one. You were like, listen, bitch. <laughs> I left the bitch part off just to be nice. I was saving it in my pocket. I was like, okay, so we've already watched the first one because there was no deal to buy them. But now we haven't watched the second one or the third one, but we want to. And now we can purchase it. So can I just return them and then purchase the deal instead, instead of the fucking rental for like five bucks less? And they were like, yeah, 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 let me just refund it and then you can purchase the deal. So I got we got lucky. They were able to help us out and uh, they didn't cause any problems making me cause a scene, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because now we own all three of them on our Movies Anywhere account, which is pretty helpful. Yeah, which... Could be a win or could be a loss. Yeah. I guess we'll have to stay tuned for the rest of our (laughs) review to find out. Yeah. If you've made it this far, you should just keep listening. (laughs) So, yes. So, we watched it basically the day it came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, full disclosure, we also watched one and two in the days leading up to it. All right. Obviously, we have returning cast members Keanu Reeves as Ted Theodore Logan and Alex Winter as Bill S. Preston Esquire. And uh, the new cast members that are important for this are Samara Weaving as Theodora Thea Preston and Bridget Lundy Payne as Wilhelmina Billy Logan. 
Um, it's interesting that since the second movie, where they clearly referenced them as the same names as them, Little Bill and Little Ted. Now they've somehow magically changed names. Yeah. To be. <laughs> yeah. Different. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting way to, I guess, retcon it. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I kind of predicted that was going to happen. I was like, they're definitely going to have... They're going to change these names. Yeah. There's no way they're going to keep those. Yeah. So, what did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. It had all, like, the same humor and little silly, like, animated speech... Pa- and the speech patterns and the, the like, mm-hmm. ooh, you know. The personalities. It's bogus. All that shit. Like, the personalities, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the weird ways that they would say things, trying to sound fancier, like fucking adding Esquire after your name. Um, <laughs> but, so all that was still entertaining. So I enjoyed it for that reason, and it was a little bit of nostalgia. Um, I, I feel like it fell a little short of what I was hoping for, but overall, I enjoyed it. I think that the different take they decided to go for with the new cast members maybe fell a little flat. Yeah. Uh, I was less into this film than you are, I think. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed it at parts. I think there was some fun stuff. I did like the the way that they uh, had them meet themselves from different time periods. And it was yeah a fun take on them, you know being different characters uh, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But overall, I feel like this movie was a pretty disappointing. It was supposedly, what, 10 years, I think, that they were working on this film? Yeah, I think so. And I feel like this is all that they came up with, and it's kind of disappointing if that's what they came up with. Yeah. Um, as far as acting goes, I think they nailed it with their... The, the, it just came natural, I think. Yeah. I think Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter just did a great job with being who they are. Yeah. Uh, in this role, uh, Samara Weaving, I think, used the language and all that stuff, but I felt like she wasn't really acting like she was this, I guess, uh, surfer bro. I, 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 I is that the personality that I, we would I, define? I honestly, them? don't know how to describe it. Even. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I'm stereotyping. Yeah. Some some surfer guy is like, what the like, fuck? How dare you? I'm not listening to this podcast yeah, anymore. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> uh, Bridget Lundy Payne, I feel like she tried really hard to mimic Keanu Reeves, and I yeah. think she did a good job if that's what she was going for. Right. But I feel like also you are supposed to be a different character, yeah, so it, it felt a little too much. So I think same. that's the part that bothered me was she felt like she was leaning too hard into being. The same character, whereas Samara Weaving felt like she was not at all trying to be the character. Yeah. So I guess I just would have liked to see more personality per them. Yeah, I would have. I agree. Make your own character. Don't just be what is already there. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Because it doesn't make sense, logically speaking, that two young women in modern times would speak that way. I don't care how your dad talks. <laughs> exactly. It's just well, not Well, maybe reasonable. they grew up in an entire pandemic. We it don't did. know if they've ever left the house. <laughs> maybe. But it just, it was a little weird and it wasn't unique in any way. Yeah. So it was a li- it was just different. But at the same time, it was kind of charming to see uh, Bridget Lundy Payne, at, you know, being, Her impression was great. At, at times, <laughs> she was very fun to watch doing it. Yeah. Because she even had, like, the facial expressions down. Yeah. So she was good. She clearly worked hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I was kind of sad to be disappointed in Samara Weaving because I liked her in almost everything else. Mm. And so I was a little... She did fine, yeah, but it's not but it what you expect her in. Like, yeah. ready or not, like, she yeah. killed it in that movie, right? She didn't get it, to She do... did not have that level of uh, enthusiasm, I don't feel like, in this yeah. movie. Yeah, because she didn't get to do her usual, like, kind of, like, sharp, witty mm-hmm. responses and stuff. And... Which she should have... We should have. She could have, right? She totally could have, yeah. How how much better would it have been if they were more, uh, I guess, intelligent? Yeah. <laughs> but they still had that, like, yeah. mannerisms of their parents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Overall, I, I think that my biggest problem is that I feel like this film contradicts the plot of the first two films. Yeah. And I want to get too far into that, but um, I do feel like it fell extremely short for what they were going for, or trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't as mind-blowing and amazing as it was expected to be. Mm -hmm. But they definitely brought in a bunch of the cast that Mm -hmm. you saw in the last two movies. So, like, you're going to get those feels if you really loved the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, They definitely try to give fans something to enjoy. But overall, I just, I I was disappointed. So, I'd have to give this one a sample it. Unless you really, really, really love Bill and Ted, I don't know if you really need to bother seeing this. Yeah. I think I would slice it because I did find myself laughing a lot just out of pure nostalgia. But I don't know. It's probably like somewhere between test it and slice it. I'm going to I'm gonna legally give it a slice it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you legally sliced it. I would tell people they should watch it, but maybe... They don't need to buy it. Like, <laughs> well, and that's where I kind of came in. Was yeah. like, okay, so I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Yeah. Unless I have like a group of friends coming in a non-pandemic scenario. Right. Yeah. Of course. Or six feet apart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they haven't seen it, and they really want to watch it, right? Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, knowing I only paid five dollars more. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah. owning it it's because a deal, it so. bothers me if I had paid $20 yeah. and I didn't own it. And you it. didn't own it. Yeah. Even if you don't feel like it's necessary to own it, it yeah. got the better deal. So, yeah. Yeah. This is not the same reason we own like 17 again or something stupid. No, that was because <laughs> it was a free movie in like sign up on oh, okay. blah, blah, blah. You got get it, five free it. movies and got that it. was one of them. Okay. <laughs> you really so, want to focus on that movie. Because it's hilarious. I've never watched it. Oh. I. It's fine. Did I mention that last time or something? I think last episode oh. you talked about this. Oh, I thought I was just talking, like I was talking about when we were just like browsing our movies. Hmm. So, sorry, I guess I'm a broken record. Yeah, you are. <sighs> well, okay. that's it. That's it for this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Check us out on Facebook if you feel like it. We've got a group on there called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast and we'll post relevant articles and whatnot and we can interact all week long. Don't forget to rate us, uh, give us a review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. If you could rate us on iTunes, that would be very appreciated so we could get some more exposure. People would uh, learn about us. That'd be great. Um, If you want to give us any direct feedback or request specific content or uh, you want to ask us to cover a specific subject, send us an email at dutfpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on DTFcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At ClassyCatDad on Instagram and Twitter. Also, a quick plug. I was able to join the 
Pop Culture Leftovers podcast uh, for the full spoiler review on Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Face the music. Yeah. Uh, so if you've already seen the movie and you want to get more of an expanded idea of what I thought or other people, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to go listen to that. You could find them also on any of the platforms. Yeah. Or you could just go to popcultureleftovers.com and they have all the episodes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was also on their standard episode where we talked about news and other shows and movies that we watched. Uh, had a great time. So two episodes for them. The last two, to be exact. So uh, please go check that out if you love listening to me talk. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to one of them this morning. Or yesterday and this morning. Yeah, you weren't allowed because you were a girl. So oh, yeah. You were not there. Yeah, I wasn't invited. Lesson learned. Yeah? Don't be a girl. You said it, not me. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for listening. Bye bye <laughs>